This is Tom Rogers and John Riley on Thinking Outside the Long Box, the ultimate comics podcast. Is that a receding hairline or do you have wiener faceitis? You're listening to Thinking Outside the Long Box with Juan Doyle, Tim, and oh, me. Yeah. I put me last. Gabe! <laughs> That was weird. I've never done that before, I don't think. <laughs> he discovered himself for the first time today. <laughs> oh, man, it's on my Unlikely. legs. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I want the world to know. No, everybody already knows. I'm oh, sorry. Right. Hey, everybody. Welcome to this episode of Thinking Outside the Long Box. I'm Gabe. I'm Doyle. Thinking Outside the Schlong Box. <laughs> That's Tim. <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> I'm Juan. <laughs> medium schlong. I'll take one medium schlong, please. Who are you? I'm Juan, I said. I said. Oh, I didn't hear you say I'm Juan. Uh, today, we're going to be talking about Labyrinth. I don't like this movie. It's unfortunate that we are forced to do this, Tim. <laughs> but I really liked this but, movie. But it's like a really valid thing to do. Okay, so like, you can't really so tell like tell us tell us about Labyrinth. You shut first. your dirty whore mouth. Labyrinth is a 1986 musical fantasy, which I thought was very weird. Um, film directed by Jim Henson with George Lucas as executive producer, based upon conceptual designs by Brian Froud. It what revolves. What party look like? So much hair. <laughs> so many cod pieces. <laughs> it revolves around a 16-year-old Sarah's quest to reach the center of an enormous other otherworldly maze to rescue her so infant half-brother <laughs> Toby, whom Sarah accidentally wished away to Jareth, the Goblin King. Okay. So we're watching this specifically because it's the 35th anniversary of Labyrinth. Yeah. Um, I didn't watch it this time because I have literally seen this movie way too many fucking times. Jimmy like, lays the pipes, son. So here's the deal. I'm not the biggest fan of this movie. I don't hate it. Like I it just sounds like I hate it. Like, no, I don't hate I it. Sound like you- didn't. Enjoy this film. <laughs> I just think the pacing of the movie is really weird. And like the middle portion of the movie is just plain boring. Oh, for sure. I hate that part of I it. I think by Thank stating you. that only the middle portion is boring is wrong. But yeah, well, tell me. I feel like a vast majority of the film is boring. Now, if you. Take I was it not bored. To like other. Muppety movies of the time, I think it ranks well. Mm-hmm. It's not as good as well. Which what's that other movie? All the Muppets movies. Thank you. It's not as good Appreciate as it. all the Muppets movies. But those are like a uh, are them. But they're not. Are they? Are they meant for the same audience? Kids. Yeah, I'm talking about like Legend so. and I don't think so either. And the Dark Crystal. Uh, me too. Balls. And they're made very sim- they're Legend. made by the same dude and I think this looks way better than it does. than the Dark Crystal. The Dark Crystal was Even the Dark Crystal that just came out it looks better than oh, that. That looked worse than the original Dark Crystal. Let's not talk about that. Can we please oh, not talk about guys. how they made an updated version of that show that somehow looks 
fucking worse than the original. Movie. Can we also figure out how the Muppets, the, the brand not designed for adults, is easily the most appealing to adults than all these other Muppet movies that are made <laughs> yeah. for adults? Well, I mean, Kermit's funny. Kermit's funny. This fucking Miss Piggy's fucking hilarious. Piggy's Couldn't even understand what Bowie was doing in this movie. Like, I, as far as I can tell, Bowie just did not need to be in this film. That matters in a Ratso is pretty great. I just I like Fozzie Bear. Legend or not Legend Labyrinth. I just think has it has like a pacing issue, and it, I think that just has to do with writing or editing. I think I think my problem with movies like this is that Jim Henson is very into what he's creating, right? And as a consequence, whether there's a suspension of disbelief or not. It's just on screen too much. Right. And so it's. He doesn't so, give a fuck. He, he wants fuck. to do what he's going to do. Exactly. Like, there's no. You can't well, go to Jim Henson, hey, can we, like, trim this scene anymore. a little bit? He's like, do you know how much time it took me to make this? And people are like, yeah, but this is boring. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so for, for me. This is Suck a weird. I felt covered balls. You're hippie. So it will be is, in this film. This is weird because so I have. There's five of us. There, I have four older siblings, and I don't. Okay, I, I was I, like, there are three of us. <laughs> well, it's actually, there's five, five of us now. <laughs> They're not right now. But I, this is one of those things where my oldest is this is my sister, and I took care of her kids every summer while she went to work. And she, re- like, this was her time. Like, Bowie, all of that shit was her time. And so this is one of those things for me that really stuck because it's very few. I have very few memories with my oldest sister because we're just so far apart. Mm-hmm. But this movie is one of those things. And so it really resonated a lot different for me because it be- it brings a lot of fun memories back. Right. And so I don't, I don't it, to me it wasn't as boring, which is kind of weird because it is very slow. It, it is. is super it's, slow. It's not. There's. You're just fucking wandering around a maze for the whole. Correct. <laughs> so, but this movie is actually about walking. It, it kind of Monty Python's me at a lot of times. It's and definitely so, like Lord of the Rings esque levels of walking. <laughs> and I just think the funny moment. Walking. <laughs> <laughs> fucking love that movie. And those funny moments keep it. Not as boring for me. It's not a ninety. It's not a ninety-five or anything crazy. But I, I really enjoy the movie. Just, I'm not, I'm not gonna seek it out. But when Tim was like, "We should watch the Labyrinth," I was like, "Yes, we should." I definitely was like, "Okay." There's a historical importance to the movie, I suppose. Very much so. Like it definitely, and when it came out, it was something super inventive. But again, like. Jim Henson is a great innovator when it comes to puppetry and filmmaking, but he's also, like, very into himself. Mm -hmm. Like, he's very much so, like, these are the things I make. They're going to be on screen 100% of the time, whether they should be or not. And there's no, like, there's no mystique to them after a while. They're just things that are there. And because they're not humans and they don't interact the same way humans do, they come across as very, like, out of place a lot of the time, which is, I mean, it's, it just is like, it's not a bad thing. It's just a function of the fact that they're fucking puppets. (laughs) Sorry. Muppets. (laughs) Tim, what are your thoughts, my friend? Um, my rating is probably like, maybe like an 82. What'd you think of the film? I really like the movie for nostalgic reasons. 
kind of skews my rating a little bit. Um, I think I would mind, but if we're no. using Doyle's system, true, you know, the cinematography is, Bill, you guys have basically just railed it to death. It is what it is. The filming, I really, I the re- filming's not bad. Yeah, at the, at this time, this movie would have looked pretty amazing. It does. I think yeah. it still looks amazing. The problem isn't with the filming itself. It's just yeah. with like the editing that they just didn't do with this movie. Like, like it's just plot. soggy. I think like, the set pieces look good. Yes. I think the mm-hmm. film itself looks cool, even even when they're in the stench place. Like it it looks good. It but it's like you said when you're interacting as a human with Muppets who don't really have an emotional reaction to what you're doing, like, it's a lot harder, for sure. Like, my least favorite scene in the film is the uh, the Muppets that have that musical number where their, like, heads are coming off and their body parts detach. That the ones, scene in the middle, yeah. like, at, at that point, I am so, like, disinterested. But, it, but then, like, once we get to... Uh, the guy and his dog in the bog of eternal sench, like that reels me back in. <laughs> he is funny. Honestly, every part with Bowie kind of pushed me out of it. He doesn't do very much. And he's just weird in the movie. It's weird that it says it's a musical comedy because there's like a song. I think there's two. It's labeled. There are like three or four, but they're just they're small little things. Like they're not it just seems. Big songs. It just seems like a weird thing to put musical on because I definitely don't think about. <laughs> I music. just really feel like this movie was like. I bet that they filmed it. It was garbage, and then they're like, "We just need like fucking David Bowie in this thing." Or something. <laughs> I don't think that's what happened. And then they put the Bowie. We need in the it. star power. Well, I'm at an eighty. I don't think it would be even a, a remembered movie without David Bowie. I do. throw it out there because Dark Crystal's remembered. Yeah, but. More crystally, I don't know. <laughs> more crystally, eighty-two and an eighty. I think I give this like a. Oh. S- uh, no, go ahead. I, I'll I'll give the scores after we give our scores. Uh, I think it's for me. It's like a seventy-five. You remind me of the babe. Because there's a lot to appreciate in the movie, but the movie as a whole just drags ass. Yeah, I don't know if that's worth. <laughs> I'm going to bring it down to side. I'm going to give it a 60 to try to drag it down a little wow. bit. Oh, That's less than my actual score, but I want to drag it down. The movie is kind of boring, but there are... There are there, the comics. There are actually a ton of comics around this that Alicia was reading that were actually pretty interesting. And they kind of tell David Bowie's character's uh, backstory. I'm sure there's there's lots of interesting things about this movie. The time it was made, the people who made it. Jesus Supposedly, there's going to be a sequel. Um, it gets a 74.25, which literally is like 0.6 above the blob, uh, and just under Gattaca. As it should be under Gattaca. <laughs> should be well under Gattaca. Gattaca's awful. <laughs> it's just not that good of a movie, Doyle. I'm sorry. Oh, we gave uh, the critics... The critics gave Labyrinth a 73, audience gave it an 86. So it's about the same. Yeah. Not bullshit Gattaca. It's the greatest movie ever made. It's because you don't like a good movie. <laughs> Man, I like all sorts of good movies, and Gattaca's not one of them. Gattaca is good. It's you o- even said it was good last time. It's okay. You're abandoning your position. Yes. It's an okay Donald. movie. I'm 
So we didn't really give the. You want to give a? We're twelve minutes, and you want to give a quick synopsis. We didn't really talk about that. <laughs> There's a Goblin King. He steals a baby. A girl goes to find her stepbrother, who is that baby. They wander through a labyrinth to. Does find- he steal the baby? It's kind of given. Yeah, I don't think he stole it though. Yeah, he definitely coerced no, it. I don't think they. I think that's the whole beginning is that he couldn't just steal the baby. No, he couldn't. This but is all, so low. All I'm of, give a shit list. All of the I'm goblins. I'm just saying, he didn't I mean, steal the baby. One is right, technically. I, I, In a I, court of law, there would probably be coercion <laughs> against a minor. As opposed to kidnapping? Yeah. Yeah, because they're... Contributing to the delinquency of a minor. <laughs> you gave the baby away? Yes, but in my defense, there was like 50 <laughs> goblins telling me to do it. And then I did it. I just... It was crazy. So anyway, they wander through a labyrinth until they find the Goblin King, and then they get the baby back. And the whole thing is... Ta-da! Waking up, David and her being... And the, the baby being in its bed. Which means it could have all been a dream. David Except Bowie for at the end, they all pop a, out of the mirror. David Bowie having a codpiece is a very important character in this movie, though. Like, the, that, you know... Those dick have, pants, I have fuck, his Funko bro. Pop, and even his Funko Pop has the has the codpiece. I'm sure. Of course, it I'm does. sure it was light item one, and the writer <laughs> must have codpiece. Giant. David Bowie wrote it into his contract. Must have yeah. huge dick bulge. <laughs> <laughs> look, I'm doing this shitty fucking movie, but my dick needs to look huge. <laughs> huge, huge dick. Uh, fence post teeth and a giant blonde hair, and you've got yourself a pop. Is that what he sounds like? <laughs> I don't know. It is now. Fence post teeth. That's a good one. All of his lower teeth are just like the same size and road. I'm like, those are clearly like really old fake teeth. <laughs> just chipping them out of the big, marble. The big book of British teeth. <laughs> Your teeth won't bling, but they will be very strong. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to a Mario's uh, new teeth are made of marble. <laughs> I don't know. Like, it's not, again, it's not a horrible movie. It's just not a great movie. I don't even know what movie I think you're about right. Anymore. I think Legend, like Dark Crystal, Labyrinth, uh, there's some of the fantasy movies that came out in the 80s are just like fucking Snorovision. Like, Legend is almost unwatchable. It is. It has some of the coolest visuals out of all the three, but yeah, it is yeah, it's it very is terrible. Very difficult to watch. Ugh, gross. Actually, yeah. Yeah. Story I, can I can watch Never Ending Story. I, I, I just I have too much nostalgia for the movie to have an objective opinion about it. That scene where he walks between so the I'm two, not like. I'm a huge fan of Willow either. I have you not know, seen you know what, the whole movie. Do you know what 80s fantasy movie is good? Beastmaster. Oh, I agree because I know I loved it, but I bet I'm wrong. Oh, it's so bad, but it's so amazing. Is No, that that's the show. Hercules, that's the isn't it? That is Hercules. Oh, I love Hercules. <laughs> I remember I did used to love Hercules. I, well, I really Sarko like it still. Well, yeah, but... <laughs> and then he, so, him and his intrepid friend Eolus, little white ninja. This, this had a budget of $25 million, which... Is crazy to Which me movie? for that time. Uh, Labyrinth. Labyrinth. Uh, oh, it's a lot of felt. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It seems like a lot. It's a lot of felt. And it a lot made. of motherfuckers doing this all day. <laughs> it made. <laughs> it made. Was on video. <laughs> it made 12.9 million. Oh, so it was so a massive. It flop. was the flop. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. 
But so this is this is a movie though that's in like a weird part of of film history where movies were flops at the theater, but on the video market they became massive hits. And like this is definitely one of those movies. I definitely had this film on VHS as a kid. Everybody had this film on VHS. Can you imagine being so rich that you lose how much did it cost to make this movie? Twenty five mil. Cost twenty five million. You lost all your money and your or half your money and you're still rich. Yeah. <laughs> In May 2020, Scott Derrickson, known for directing Doctor Strange, was announced as the director of the sequel. I don't know what you do. What else is there to do? David Bowie's coming back as the Goblin King, bro. Is he alive? I, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I, that was just some shit I said. I have no I'm idea. Up his ass in there either way. David, David Bowie. Bowie's oh, no, he's yeah, that's what I thought. And we're all wow. It's possible, technically. 2012. Or 20, yeah, 2012. End of the Mayan calendar, David Bowie dies. And now we're in... Yeah, he died in 2016, apparently. Mm. We got it wrong. The translation wasn't Earth, it was Star Child. <laughs> all right. Shut up. All right. <laughs> I say... We just muppet him into the next movie. <laughs> he becomes one of his people. Somebody else can wear a codpiece, bro. It'd be fine. No way, dude. No, it's just a full muppet. Muppet codpiece David Bowie. Yeah, it's just giant. He can make his codpiece cod even bigger. Giant muppeted. Yeah, it's David just a codpiece with like '80s hair and arms and legs. It's I want to see like a super realistic muppet to like almost the like they shouldn't have done that. <laughs> Like disrespectful, yeah. <laughs> like disre- disrespectfully accurate. I mean, it's like that Muppet looks exactly like David Bowie. That, that Muppet's got fence post teeth yeah. and fucked up blonde hair. <laughs> that Muppet just slid over an, like a dead is body. Is that an insult or a, a, com- a compliment? Fence post teeth. I think, it's how you view. A, I think it's just a statement. Yeah, <laughs> it's like your teeth or your fence post, like. And you could be like, you could be like, do I take offense to that? I don't know. <laughs> no, but he has offense yeah, for does. teeth. <laughs> I bet you've never bitten your thumb at anyone, sir. <laughs> teeth so offense busty straight. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, be sure to check us out totlb.com if you want to that's where our social we're not trying to harass you guys oh my god shut up (laughs) youtube.com slash thinking outside the long box where you can find videos of all sorts of different stuff go to patreon.com slash totlb give us a donation we'll get some cool stuff out to you and of course get some once there was a man that loved muppet midgets but only muppet midgets and man was that a mess to clean up but now he's very limited dead. market yeah very felt limited felt stains market. easily felt not only stains easily but it is Cause definitely rashes. hard to scrub sticky shit out of <laughs> you're definitely not walking away okay afterwards <laughs> his name was michael kirk this is the michael kirk memorial hotline Give us a call. Anything that you want to talk to us about, whether that be Muppet pornography. Not anything, you weirdos. Oh, just talk about whatever. (laughs) It doesn't even matter. You could call, but think like, you know. Talk about anything. Yeah, do whatever you want. Hate crimes, whatever. (laughs) You could talk about it. Yeah, just, I mean, don't do it. And confess a murder. Oh, that'd be cool. Because that then we could start place. a true crime That would be podcast. fucking crazy. But please don't, oh, please I have, don't kill anyone to make the phone yeah, call. Yeah, just do it yeah, fake, fake just like it, Or like after the fact. If, like, you, if you already have murdered someone, I guess we're just, you know, let's in just for say, opinion for a po- Let's just let's say this. a paramedic <laughs> lies to you and you slash his throat open with an <laughs> oxygen tank. 
Like, give us a call about that, because that would be really ironic. Anyway, it's the Michael Kirk Memorial Hotline, 970-573-6148. Until next time, I've been Gabe. I'm Doyle. I'm Juan. I'm no expert, but if you bury him 10 to 6 feet deep... on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Patreon, and YouTube for behind-the-scenes information and more content! Thinking Outside the Long Box is a barren space production! Ah! <laughs>